So men, I feel like most of the time, like very early on, they're very direct, like, oh, I'm not really looking for anything serious or like, you know, they make it very clear they're not trying to commit. Um, they, they say different things of like, I'm not that interested. And we take it and say, challenge accepted, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we try to make them interested. Like most of the comments I get is, oh, how do I get him to commit to me? How do I get him to spend on me? And it's like, you're literally saying how to, meaning he doesn't want to. So why are you trying to make it happen? So I feel like that's a common mistake that I see with women is a man is saying, I'm not interested. I'm not looking for commitment. And we, we literally become a masculine person and say, I'm going to make it happen instead of letting it be. Let At First Rounds on Me, we believe that one real date is better than 100 pen pals. With our mobile dating app, we make it fun and easy for you to meet someone in person for a real date. See someone you're interested in? We help plan your date. Pick a drink, a time, a venue, and send that person a date invite. It's that simple. You only get one confirmed date per day. Give your full attention to one person at a time so you can actually get to know each other in person. Our key differentiators allow you to focus on what's most important, dating with intention and connecting with someone in person. Once your date is confirmed, you only get 12 hours to chat before your date starts. If you're tired of the endless small talk with pen pals on other dating apps, First Rounds on Me is for you. Welcome back to Crowdsourcing Love. I'm with Chika Uwazie today. She's a feminine energy coach. Hi, Chika. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So we are actually starting over. So we were just talking about Chika's um, origin story. So let's go back to that. I would love for you to introduce yourself, how you got into this work, and, you know, I guess your origin story. Yeah. So I've been, I was a tech founder for over 10 years and I was just tired of being around men and I felt burnt out and disconnected to myself. And so I went down this deep, deep rabbit hole of feminine energy. I took courses, I got coaching. I just really tried to understand this beautiful thing around feminine energy because I honestly never heard of it. And this was about over five years ago. Okay. And then on 2020, during COVID lockdown, I started a divine feminine club on Clubhouse and it ballooned to over 170,000 women. And I got the chance to work with Netflix and Oprah's book club and so many other collaborations. But today I primarily work with women who feel they're really in their masculine energy who are recently divorced and like, I need to get back out there dating again, or just I'm in this love rut and I need help. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's amazing. And it sounds like you've been really impactful. So yeah. when it comes to feminine energy, masculine energy, what are they? Can you give us some definitions? Yeah. So masculine energy is everything around uh, making logical decisions. It's about um, reasoning it's about being affirmative. Um, it's about being direct and straightforward, right? And so most of us, if you are a ambitious woman, if you are, you know, trying to build a business, you're most likely going to be in your masculine energy because it requires a lot of logic and making decisions and delegating. Um, while the feminine is this softer energy and it's not weak. So a lot of people think feminine's soft weak or they think just women mm -hmm. and energies has no gender um okay. it's just an energy and we have both 
But feminine is about being present. It's about being still. It's about relationship, connection, empathy, um, and it's a receiving energy, right? And I think it's a very powerful energy that I want women to be more aware of. Yeah, I know that that makes complete sense to me. So, so many women are entering their soft girl era. It's all over yes. TikTok. It's all over the news. So yes. what is a soft girl era? I feel like a soft girl era is a couple of things. So number one, she's not trying to overwork. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean she's not working, <laughs> right? So right. people think she's just laying on the pool all day. No, okay. she is having boundaries. She's very clear with her boundaries, right? And saying no. Um, and also getting into therapy, right? Like doing that inner work. I, I think shadow work, I, there's been this shadow work book that's been going viral on TikTok mm-hmm. as well, because a lot of people are like, I have some inner things I need to work on. I'm not trying to be toxic. I'm not trying to be in toxic relationships as well. So I feel like it's just, you know, going back out to nature, mm-hmm. you know, spending time. I'm seeing a lot more people walking um, and doing like forest baths as well. So it's just, it's just a shift of like slowing down and being more present with people as well. Um, of course, it it can be luxurious, right? So a lot of women, you know, you see them traveling and enjoying it and having adventure as well. But I think it's more about this inner work and slowing down. Yeah, I love it. It's, I love that you say it's inner work. I never thought of it like that. The way I did picture it was kind of like going to the pool, kind of being like, <laughs> I'm done. But it's it sounds like you're still you're still working. You're still going out and, you know, creating. You're just having boundaries. So that's that's really cool. Um, so why were, why do you think women felt like they had to work so hard in the first place though? Cause I do mm. feel like there was this trend for a while of hustle culture or people feeling like they had to prove themselves constantly. And so they, you know, sacrifice themselves to try to become something better. Why mm. do you think, like, why do you think women have so much pressure to be hard these days? Yeah. So I think it's two things. Let's just zoom out. Right. So number one, we are, we are working in a masculine world and I'm not even saying like men, obviously men dominate, unfortunately, but the truth is even the energy, right? It is work eight hour days. It is, you know, you're not going to sleep until you finish working. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, is there's this constant pressure to perform, to perform. Right. And this is all very in the masculine. And I think if you think about men who are dominating the workplace, this is their environment. They're like, this is what feels natural. It feels good to me. Yeah. I feel that women for so long, the messaging was girl boss era, which started in 2013. Right. And the truth is there was a lot of women who became billionaires based off of this era. It was everywhere. It was rebranded. It was repackaged to us in pink and it, and it looked cute. Mm -hmm. But the truth is it took a decade for us to realize, Oh, this doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work biologically for our bodies because we have a tw- a 30 day cycle versus men that have a 24 hour cycle, right? So we are biologically different as far yeah. as our cycles. And I feel like a lot of women, especially millennials, when they started realizing like, oh wait, I'm working all the time. I still have to run the household. I still have a child I have to, <laughs> or children I have to deal with. It's not working. So I do feel that it worked then but I do feel like because the economy, it's getting more expensive. Um, Childcare is getting more expensive. I think there's just a lot of things that are against us. And I feel like COVID kind of made everyone s- literally sit down and ask ourselves, is this the right approach? Yeah. And it really doesn't feel like it's working for a lot of people, which yes. is probably why you blew up and like people, you know, are looking for answers and for something different. Yeah. Um. So 
let's go to dating. Let's pivot a little bit. You said that you were chronically single for a long time. You know, you were attracting all the wrong people and then you shifted your energy and you found your dream partner. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So funny enough, when I was in college, I actually was with the love of my life, right? For five years. Okay. Ended very traumatically. I think everyone has that story, right? Totally. Um, and then basically from like, this was 2015, really till 2021, I was just dating, dating, and kind of in this weird toxic cycle right mm-hmm. um of men who i was like oh is this it is this it is this it and just really bad behaviors right so that post where i said you know you may be the red flag it actually i think resonated with so many women because i felt like i was the red flag like i felt like i was oh. just doing crazy stuff you know like texting or constantly overthinking or over analyzing what they were saying so when i started my feminine energy journey what it actually made me do was shift into self-love Right. And it shifted me to a place where I said to myself, I love me more than anybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I have this standard for myself. Right. I take myself out on solo dates. I buy myself flowers. I adorn myself. My, My environment is beautiful. Right. And so. I basically was telling myself that any man that was going to enter my space has to rise to my level of self-love, not standard. Because I think people, you know, um, think standards is one. And I'm I'm talking about like my standards of myself, mm-hmm. how I treat myself. Yeah. And essentially, when I met my husband, um, it it we funny enough we reconnected on Clubhouse, and he basically rose to my standards. Like immediately took me out on a trip. Um, just adorned me and really just um, gave me a lot of just like reassurance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he was really like ready to work with me through all the trauma I've been through. Right. Cause I yep. think a lot of women enter the right relationship with trauma and a lot of men are not patient enough to allow us to work through that yeah. as well. So he allowed me to go through that as well. That's beautiful. So you reconnected with him on clubhouse. So was it your college boyfriend then? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, ooh, that's a, that's a juicy story. No, no. He's over there still single. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I had to ask, but I'm glad that yep. you found your husband. And yes. when it came to your husband, you said he adorned you with like, you know, did you say gifts? Like, like I think so many people think like, oh my God, he has to get me a Chanel by month mm. three or else like I'm not into it. But it's like, it doesn't have to be like a luxury $10,000 purse. It can be no. like a candle. It can be like a little, like what kind of things did he give you? I'm just curious. Yeah. So for me, it was actually, my love language is actually travel. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think two weeks in, it was actually Valentine's weekend. And he's like, Hey, let's just go away to this. Cause we were funny enough. We were dating in Nigeria at the time. So he's like, Oh, let's go away to the city. Just me and you like have a weekend. And he had no pressure of sex, which is what I loved. Right. It was like, I just want us to go to this very relaxing place. He made sure I got massages. He made sure I got my nails done. Like mm-hmm. he really just made sure I was like in full self-care. He was and then like, maybe a month- yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then we went to Senegal. Right. And like, or maybe two, three weeks later, he's like, Oh, let's go to Senegal. Um, so he just really listened to what I liked and made sure that he gave me gifts that align with my own love language. Yeah, no, I would definitely be into that too. So what do you think some common mistakes women are making in dating right now? Hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of things yeah. I see, a lot of things I see. Um, so number one, I think the number one mistake is 
there's a misconception that men are complicated. I feel like women, we are actually the more complicated part people, right? Oh, I love um, this. That, yes. And I and we we have a higher level of intelligence, right? We do. So we're, we're actually more complicated. <laughs> yes, we're superior. That's, this is biological. Totally. Right? We can't argue with it. Exactly. So men, I feel like most of the time, like very early on, they're very direct, like, oh, I'm not really looking for anything serious or like, you know, they make it very clear they're not trying to commit. Um, they, they say different things of like, I'm not that interested. Mm -hmm. And we take and say challenge accepted. <laughs> right? Yeah, actually. And we try to make them interested. Like most of the comments I get is, oh, how do I get him to commit to me? How do I get him to spend on me? And it's like, you're literally saying how to, meaning he doesn't want to. So why are you trying to make it happen? Yeah. So I feel like that's a common mistake that I see with women is a man is saying, I'm not interested. I'm not looking for commitment. And we, we literally become a masculine person and say, I'm going to make it happen instead of letting it be, letting it just be fun. Let, let's just have fun. Let's date. It doesn't work. No problem. Move on. I'm moving on to the next person too. Yeah, that's actually so powerful. So um, you talk about like mistakes you used to make and a lot of yes. women make when they're dating and they actually like repel men away. So mm -hmm. what are the common things that women are doing that really repel away high quality men? Number one, there's, or I would say there's two things I see um, most of the time. So either A, they become obsessive, okay. right? So again, it's like, if you're in your feminine flow, you are just like, if he calls, cool. If he doesn't, no problem. I'm not going to text and be like, why haven't you called me? Or why haven't we set up a date? Because again, I am leaning back literally and allowing you to show me, are you interested or not? So you're going to call me, you're going to text me. So we become obsessive and start doing all this follow-up of like, why haven't I heard from you or what's going on mm -hmm. or what's happening? So I, I think there's that element. I feel like the other side as well that I see is um, women getting so caught up in the outcome and not just allowing dating just to be dating, right? Like going with the flow. And I always tell ladies that the man who's interested in you, who wants commitment, he's going to move mountains for you. My cousin told me this 10 years ago and I didn't listen to him ever. Yep. And when my husband came around, it was night and day difference. And then he moved mountains for you. He did. He did. This was a guy that was on the streets. He was not looking for commitment. Mm -hmm. He met me, he said from day one I knew, and we have been together ever since. And I didn't have to do anything. I literally was just myself. Yep. No, that's really powerful. So you did say in one of your Instagram posts where you were like, you're not asking for too much. You're just asking the wrong person. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, exactly. And being able to differentiate and be like, okay, this person's not going to give me what I need. So I'm going to keep it moving. I'm not going to sit in this space where I'm, you know, going crazy and becoming the red flag. Yeah, exactly. But I also feel to follow up on that okay. is that there's a lot of women who are, they, for whatever reason, it's like, I want that person to be my person. And maybe there's a fear of loneliness. And I always tell ladies, like, there's another one coming that's even better than that person as well. Yes. Okay. I like that. I'm single right now. So this is all really helpful for me too. <laughs> um, we can do a coach on the call. <laughs> something better is coming my way. I can feel it. Yes. Um, yes. How do women how or how can women stay in their feminine energy on a first date? Mm. So let's it's the pre-date, right? Pre-date, you when you're getting ready, put on some soft music, right? 
Don't put on some hip hop, some, you know, ratchet, twerking, mm -mm, right? You want to set the stage of softness, right? And you want the man to feel it too. So I literally have created a soft life playlist that you can play. You can listen to affirmations, but some type of music that gets you feeling soft, feeling sensual, right? Mm. Um, I always tell ladies, wear red, wear red lip. Men love a red lip. There's a pop to it. It just, there's a feminine, you know, energy to it. If you can get your nails done, do red as well. There's just, it, it's, these are weird things, but men mm -hmm. like it. Yeah. Right. Um, I think the other thing too is, um, scent, right. Um, scent is super important because it is one of the strongest memory centers, you know, so come figure out a scent that's for you. Um, I typically don't like wearing like the Gucci and the Dior. I like wearing like things that you don't really see or I mix things up. Um, so figure out your own signature scent as mm -hmm. well. Um, and this is all pre-date. Once you're at the date, relax. It's not about interrogation, asking him a million questions. If anything, I want him to just be asking me questions, right? I am literally using my first date as observation right? Mm. And I'm using it as a chance to gather information. And you gather information when you are quiet. <laughs> you don't gather information when you're like, I yeah. went to Georgetown and I did this and mm -hmm. I did this and I did that. It's not about proving who you are. Him just being your presence, it's enough. You are the gift. So I think that's an important thing to remember. Yeah. I think that also women sometimes, because I do dating coaching too, and you yeah. know, women are really proud of, you know, all of their accomplishments and they want to mm -hmm. like tell, they want to list them for the man. And it's like, exactly. no, just like observe, like, like, like slowly reveal yourself. He doesn't need exactly. to know everything on the first date. He doesn't exactly. deserve to. Exactly. My mm -hmm. husband still doesn't know. Every day he finds out something new. He's like, I didn't know that. I was like, you're going to keep finding me out <laughs> until you die. Yeah. 1000%. So like, women women need to go back to being a little bit mysterious and exactly so many people say well if they can't handle my personality then i don't want to be with them like what do you say to that statement no i i feel like your personality should shine but your personality is not over talking someone mm -hmm. your personality is not tied to your achievements is not tied to where you're working or um what school you went to like your personality should just be yourself right what makes you fun? What thing, what activities do you like to do? You know, how do you show up with your friends? Like those are the type of real conversations you should be having, not, you know, your achievements. And I, again, showing your achievements is more in the masculine. Let him do that, right? Mm -hmm. He should be showing himself off and saying, oh, I do this and I do this. And you should just be like, oh, okay, cool. Being like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, that's really how the date should be going. It should be more of a flowing type of date. And it shouldn't be a competition. No. Yeah. And a lot of women make it a competition. Yeah. Where they want to one up the guy. Exactly. Um, okay. So what techniques can women use to stop chasing men mm. and start attracting them? Yes. Yes. So have your own life. <laughs> have your, That's it's good. as simple as that. Like have, go out with your friends, plan trips, do solo dating. I love solo dating. I still do it, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I'm married, there's days where I'm like, hey, babe, I'm going wherever. And I just go by myself somewhere and I enjoy my own food and just enjoy myself, my own company. I feel like a lot of people are not excited about their own company. 
um, and their selves. And they're always hanging on to someone because they're lonely, right? And so getting comfortable with yourself, but literally live your own life. I think when you live your own life, it's full, it's vast, there's so much going on. The man is like, dang, how do I get inside there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how do I fit myself into the, your schedule? That's how it should feel. Mm-hmm. So you say have your own life, but I think it's like hard because some women are like, I've been having my own life and it's amazing mm-hmm. for the past 10 years, but I'm still single. What do you say to those women? Mm-hmm. So this is more, I think this is more nuanced, right? Because okay. I would have to understand, you know, the different elements of the lady because some people say that. And then when we dig, it's like your life is work, right? Okay. Um, so it's not like- they're not, they're not traveling. They're not, they don't have like fun hobbies or activities. It's like, oh yeah, well, I'm ex-executive and we're going to all these work events. And I'm like, that's not your own life. That's work, right? Okay. Um, so there's that element. Mm-hmm. I think the other element too is putting yourself in positions where you could technically connect with men, right? So some women, they go to work, maybe do Pilates and then just come to their house. And they're not like, you know, going to a business district where there's like, you know, bars where you can maybe connect with men or like going to interesting like networking events or, you know, traveling, like they're not doing anything to also be connected to men. And I always feel like you should go to places where, where your dream dates are, right? So where you would love to be taken out to, you should be in those places. That's a really good strategy. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, yeah. So like, how, what are your thoughts on dating apps? Like, should a woman, mm. you know, talk to a guy first, like to be, if she's mm. in her feminine energy, how should a woman navigate those early days of dating? Is she just sitting back and seeing what the man does or, or does mm. she have the ability to like a guy first or ask a guy on a date? Mm. So I feel that women should throw the handkerchief, right? Okay. Um, and what this means is it's like a wink, it's a smile. So on a dating app, you know, I feel if you're like, let's say on Hinge or right, like the most you should do, I feel like it's like a little like, you know, a little heart. That's a wink in my opinion. Okay. It's not you messaging them. It's not you trying to follow up with them. It's a little like, I'm interested, right? Because mm-hmm. you would do that in a in a physical space. But I don't, I like Bumble, I'm a little... I have my thoughts around Bumble. I think Bumble is great for friendships and 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 creating those friendships. I don't feel like it it sets up women well for relationships if they want to be in their feminine. In my experience, most of the people on Bumble, at least the men, they're a little bit beta or passive. Mm. Um, and think about it, the woman has to message you first, so that's just going to be your flow. Um, yeah. I I think dating apps can be good for practice, um, and just getting you like, oh, how do I communicate with men? How do I like create a flow with men? Um, but I don't think it should be your only strategy. I think that you should be getting out there and connecting with people in, in person as well. Yeah, I agree. I'm definitely for the multi-pronged approach just because exactly. I do think it is a bit of a numbers game. But yep. before you can, you know, hit all those numbers, like you have to be coming to the dates with the right mindset. Exactly. You know, it's not just like it's not just one thing or the other thing. It's I think a combination of many things happening all at once exactly um okay um so what are some ways that you can get a man to invest in you what are some strategies Mm. or techniques because for me like just to give for example I have no problem getting on dates Mm. for me my struggle more so is like finding the right person and then sometimes when I start to like them it's like getting that investment or that commitment Mm. long term Mm. 
So I'm going to flip this back on you because you just said it. Okay. So you said it's a numbers game, right? So I feel that, and I always say this to every lady, you cannot milk a skinny cow. Meaning if he's not, if he doesn't have a generous spirit, if he's not organically generous, Mm -hmm. don't waste your time there. Okay. Right. So if you're saying it's important to me that a man invest in me, which is he invests in my dreams. He gets me nice gifts. He, he, we travel together. If the man is not doing that, he's not your person. Right. And it's, and I think a lot of times women take it personally, like, Oh, don't, don't you see me? I look like this. I invest in myself. What's going on. And it's like, no, it has nothing to do with you. He just is not a generous person. If you looked at his dating history, mm. he probably didn't do that to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some Versus... stingy people are stingy everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. You need exactly. a generous spirit for sure. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's, I think that's just the, the key thing. Like my husband, even though like he wasn't looking for commitment before me, he's a generous person. If you look at his friends, um, even other women he dated, like he always was generous with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So him dating me was nothing. It wasn't new to him to be a generous person. And I feel like that's the nuance women need to be looking out for. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then how about like with commitment? You know, mm. if we're in our feminine, we're not asking, what are we, right? Yeah. You know, we're how not- do you transition into, you know, I, I say after six to eight weeks, you should know. Exactly. It should just be easy. It should be apparent. It shouldn't be like this big murder mystery that you have to go and solve. But, you know, do you have any, you know, takes on that, on how to yeah. like gauge commitment early days? Yeah. So there is some data um, of polling men, of men who are married, and about 75% of them said within the first two months they knew. Okay. Um, so again, this goes back to this other earlier point about it's a numbers game and also not wasting time. By the time I was starting to hit my stride right before I met my husband, after like a month or two, if I didn't see the man moving towards commitment and there's just conversations, like it would be like future plans or like, Hey, I want you to meet my parents or I want you to meet my friend. Like there's just certain conversations a man will have, Mm -hmm. you know, they're interested in commitment. If I didn't see that, I would just have like a one conversation of like, Hey, you know, I, um, I'm enjoying this, but I don't see that we're moving towards commitment. And that's for them to now say, no, 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 no. They can now interject. But if they're just like, yeah, you know, I'm still seeing, then it's like, okay, no problem. I'm seeing too. Yeah. And I just, I exit out. Yeah. Then you (laughs) exit. So if they say to you, I'm just seeing, is that your cue to be like, okay. And then you just kind of like exit the situation. You like stop seeing them essentially. Exactly. Because they don't, I don't need I don't more than two them. months. It, it, sorry, what'd you say? They don't need more than two months. They don't. To make a they decision. Don't. They know pretty exactly. quickly. Exactly. Um, no need to fight with them, argue with them. Just, oh, it's fine and keep it going. Yeah, don't waste your energy getting mad or upset. You know, exactly. you, again, your person is going to be so excited and honored to be with you. They're not going to be like, mm, I don't know. I need to see like how you do a push up or like anything <laughs> crazy like that. You know, like exactly. we're evaluating them. They're not evaluating us. Well, they are. Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? What are the signs that you may be the red flag? Mm. Um, so I think it's a couple of things. Um, I feel this is just like might be a controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like every woman, especially when you hit your 30s, should be in therapy. 
I do. Okay. I do. Um, Because a lot of times when I start talking to women who are in the 30s and they're like, it's not working, I'm dating, what's happening? When I start to go deep into the layers, there's normally some type of trauma that's happened. And trauma is not like this big event. It could be simply a toxic relationship, emotionally abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. maybe something that happened in their childhood, maybe a mother or father wound that needs to be healed. So I do feel like most women in their 30s need to go to therapy just to, it's like a mental exercise, just to clear your head, get clarity around things. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like when women are obsessive, um, we talked about this before, I feel like when women are constantly trying to follow up with a man, um, you know, and, and don't have like, once they get with a man and then they have no friends um, or they leave their friends, mm-hmm. they, they have no activities outside of the man and everything is evolving. Their world is around him. That's a huge red flag yeah. for me as, as, as a woman. Yeah, definitely. What are some red flags that you should watch for in men early days of dating? So, and I, this point, a lot of people don't talk about, I feel a man should be in his purpose, right? Okay. I feel it's not necessarily like, oh, he's at the top of his job or the top of his career, but he should have some clarity around like, this is what I want to do. This is the type of work I want to do. This type of impact I want to make. I've noticed when men don't have that, women enter relationship, even marriage, and then all the issues start happening Yeah, because they're like, I'm trying to figure it out or I I can't, you know, and they just feel confused. And then that they start bringing that on you. Mm -hmm. And I tell women, you shouldn't be a rehab center. Like you shouldn't be the place where they're trying to work their issues out. It should be, they're flowing, they're doing their thing. And even they're building, they feel like they're building with you, not against you. Right. Um, A man that says, I'm just trying to see, um, you know, oh, if he asks you just for drinks and not dinner, that to me feels cheap. It feels okay. like you just want to test me out. Coffee, I don't do coffee dates. Like, no, invest. Like, let's do a full dinner, right? So you um, oh, that's really, that is kind of a hot take because so many people, mm, including myself, um, yeah. but I don't mind, have like, I think it's beautiful that everyone has different opinions. But, yeah. you know, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go on a full-on dinner with this guy. Like, mm-hmm. let's start with, especially if I met them on the dating apps because they are a stranger. Mm. I'm like, let's just yeah. do a coffee. Let's just do drinks, have an hour first connection and then you know if it goes well then after that it should be dinner what do you think about that so i feel like if the lady wants that that's one thing right so if you like and again this is empowering so if you as a woman is like you know i met you on a dating app i'm not sure then i think that's fine right i don't think there's any issue with that Mm -hmm. where i start to be like "Hmm," is if you want actually a dinner because that's your standard and the man is saying, oh, I just want to do drinks, or the man is pushing that, then I'm a bit like, I feel like a lot of times when you ask them, it's them too are saying, well, I just want to see. I don't know if you're pretty enough, or I don't know if you're going to be my type. So let's just see, right? Um, So I feel like it's more on that side of when I have an issue with it. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense to me. Um, And then how do you know when a man is love bombing you? Hmm. Too quickly saying you're the love of his life, like day one, oh, like just constantly like overflowering you with words and it is flowery and it it doesn't really add up. It doesn't really make sense. Like, um, and I also feel like if he's trying to move too quickly, like physically, um, so 
yeah so a man is like oh let's move in together you know after like two three weeks (laughs) of dating um like or oh like i want you to be my girlfriend like now and you personally don't feel you have enough depth from the person or enough understanding of who they are i I think that's love bombing it tends to be subtle i don't think it's always an overt action yeah i was love bombed this past winter and i remember Mm. him being like i've never felt this way before Mm. and it was like our third date and i think that like that can be true but i think that there were a lot of context clues where again like he wanted to see me every day of the week he wanted to Mm. go home together on the first date and i think when a guy you know really likes you i don't necessarily think he's gonna push for the physical so quickly yes that's number one what, he's gonna be patient with you yeah what is your take on sex and dating hmm this is interesting so on the man's side i actually believe that if a man is very interested in you like and wants commitment he can sleep with you on day one or day 60 right because at the end of the day it's like it's a biological thing for him mm-hmm. at least this is a conversation i have with my husband but I always tell women to wait because on our side, we actually have a hormone that's released whenever we have sex with men. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times if we have sex too early and we're not clear of what we want from this person, then we start to attach to them because of this like hormone that's being released. It's like attach, attach. Yeah. Right. Um, so I always tell women like wait like a month or so at least, you know, or, or six days, like get clarity on like, hey, what do you want from this person? Mm-hmm. Or at least get clarity on from him what he wants before you engage with sex. If you know you're not the type where you can have emotionless sex. Yeah, no, that's that's a good um, criteria. Yeah. Um, why should? Because I know this is a controversial take, and you put it yeah. on your Instagram. But basically, you said that women should not marry a man who makes significantly mm-hmm. less than them. Why is that? Ooh, we could go all that's a whole nother episode. I but. know. I'm gonna have to have you back. I love this conversation. <laughs> so so let me say this, right? This is in this era. Mm-hmm. Um life is expensive outside, right? Um, I feel like we have to work way much harder to maintain the life we want. And I also feel that women are discounting all the different invisible tasks we have, right? Um, Simple as just you getting pregnant alone, Mm -hmm. that is you for 10 months, your life is not your own, right? And if you are making significant, if your husband or partner is making significantly less than you, they can't support you the way you need to be supported. What about if you need to be on bed rest? What about if something happens while you're pregnant and this person financially cannot support you? That I've seen so many women strained because of that, right? Yeah. Um, and also, I'll, I'll give a quick story. I had a friend who um, basically makes, is a multimillionaire. Her husband's not. Huge gap. And basically, she had to downgrade her life, right? So, like, when I met her, she had a townhome, you know, in D.C. She had mm-hmm. her own place. She had a studio. She had a whole life. And essentially, now she has to, like, live in, like, a crowded apartment. And she hates it. And she says things to me like, oh, like I used to fly business class. I can't anymore. Right. And this is an extreme example, but I feel like for women, you have to almost change your whole lifestyle for this man, 
a lot of men do not have the emotional maturity to be with a partner who's more successful than them, Mm -hmm. right? And so what also starts to happen is a lot of resentment starts brewing. And then you as a woman, you start to resent your husband too, right? So I feel like unless both of you have gone to deep therapy, very clear conversations around gender roles, very clear conversations around support, I think a lot of people are naive about all the different emotional elements that happen when you marry someone that's working significantly less. There's a key word, significantly less than your yeah. partner. So what would be significant? Um, so for example, what sparked that conversation was I saw a video. The lady was making 350000 a year. Her husband was making seventy. That is okay. too much of a pay cap in my opinion. Yeah. Um, what about when people say like the reverse, like where like, a man makes millions and the woman makes like 70k like does that Mm. work and why is that different it can work Mm -hmm. if number one the man is naturally generous Mm -hmm. so he's not stingy and he's not using it as a form of control right okay so if he's just you know a, a normal healthy man it actually works because biologically a woman can rest she can make a de- decision that, hey, like, I want to work, I don't want to work, and I feel like for it's in her benefit, right, if that is the case. But if he's a controlling man, we saw the news with Diddy, right? Yeah. <laughs> with Diddy and Cassie. That is, a, that is an example of where it would not work, and I think she probably saw signs of him being very controlling, and she was in a situation that she could not come out. So I do feel like for women, we have to assess his um, emotional capacity as well. And you also have to protect yourself because if you give years and years and years of your life to a rich man and then Mm -hmm. one day he decides, you know, he's done with you, what savings do you have? What financial plans do you have? What skills do you have? You know, there's more divorce than ever in our world. And so Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say everyone gets divorced, but I think just like being strategic as a woman and being smart is also important. Um, But yeah, no, I honestly, like, I don't know how... I feel about like let's say I met the love of my life and he made significantly less than me Mm -hmm. I think I would also because I'm very attracted to power and ambition Mm -hmm. I don't think I would be as attracted to him if I'm being like super transparent yeah yeah you won't. it's natural I think women are attracted to powerful men Mm -hmm. men who make decisions who are leaders yes right so Basically, if I'm making more than you, I have to, I literally have to make the decisions. I have to make the financial decisions. I have to control the household. And it's, that to me doesn't work. Some women can do it, but I feel like most women, if they're look deep down inside, it's a very hard pill to swallow. And it's okay to admit it. Just like be honest with yourself. It's okay. Um, Do you feel like a lot of men though are in their feminine energy right now Mm. in this period in time? A lot of them are not because they want to. Um, I do feel that we, again, and this is a, it's, it's very layered conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to go too into the feminism thing. Cause I do think that has a part to do with it, but I do feel like we've done so much work to get women ahead. Um, we put dollars behind making sure women are educated. So what's happening is um, a lot of women are more educated than men um, they have more opportunities as far as job advancement, etc. So what's happening is there's like a whole group of men left behind and they don't know what to do and they yeah. feel stuck. Um, and it's not me, necessarily programs to, to revitalize them either. But <laughs> so, to me, that's just like, if you feel stuck, then start doing things. Like, again, that's very you, masculine. You'd be shocked. But a lot of men are not like that. I know. But like from my perspective, <laughs> like I want to be in my feminine 
And so if you're a man who feels stuck, like, okay, like assess yourself and like go and do something. And that sounds maybe exactly. harsh, but I don't know. It, it's, exactly. it's a man's world. We, we live in a patriarchy. And so although I have compassion to, to that population, I also am kind of like, get your shit together. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't, I mean, I don't have compassion. It's like there's tools and resources for you. Yeah. So yeah. And you don't have, sure the, and you don't on. have the woman's cycle. You don't have exactly. your period. You don't have all these other things going exactly. against you. You have testosterone going for you. So go exactly. and make shit happen. Um, okay. Exactly. You have a heart out really quickly. So before yes. you go, can I please get your biggest piece of love or dating advice as well as mm-hmm. where people can find you? Yes. As, okay. This is quite simple. I feel like ladies learn about feminine energy. It will change your life. It will make you feel better inside. You will learn how to fulfill yourself with self-love. And when you do start dating or actively dating, remember self-love is key. If you have real self-love to yourself, it's going to be so much easier for you to attract your dream partner. Um, You can find me at uh, Chica Wazier on Instagram and www.thesoftnest.com. And I also have a checklist, so I can send you the link. Ooh, yes. um, so if any woman who's like, oh, how, where do I start? I have a feminine energy checklist that I've created for uh, your audience. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Chica. We'll definitely have to do a part two because I yes. am loving this, this whole concept. Um, yes. And yeah, thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. <laughs>